0: Welcome to part two of our sermon series, Grateful. I found some towels. I bought them. I put them up here. I don't know if you don't like them, don't worry about it. But I thought they were cute. And so I put them up there. (laughs) TJ Maxx, you know, what are you going to (laughs) do? So we are in the midst of this uh, sermon series, which will go throughout this month. And um, that's probably why some people aren't here today, because we're talking about stewardship again. But (laughs) thank you all for being here. And I'm going to start with this word, you'll, you, you'll hear it again. And it's simply this, that gratitude is the attitude of people who acknowledge God's abundance in their lives. Our Gospel reading today is awesome. It's simple, it's real, it's relatable, and it's a stewardship passage if ever there was one. Jesus heals 10 lepers, and only one comes back to give thanks. That's 10%. That's that biblical number of stewardship. <laughs> Jesus heals them, but then he tells them to go and show themselves to the priest. And that was what was prescribed during that day. And I think if we're going to really understand what's happening in this passage, we've got to talk about what leprosy meant during the day. To be a leper in Jesus' day was worst, worse than being dead, right? You could not live in your community anymore. And occasionally, a group of these people would band together uh, in a small group of misery. Now, these lepers had to live away from the loving touch of their spouse, from their parents, from their children. They couldn't even practice the religion that they held so dear because they were ostracized from their whole community. They not only suffered the horrible progression of their disease, often a skin disease during that time, but they, often, they had to live with very, very little possessions, and they had to rely on the charity of others, which they could only ask for, from a long distance away. They could watch everything that was happening in their lives if they had been healed or normal, but from 40 paces. So imagine that you could never approach those that you love. So 10 of these lepers are together, and Jesus is walking by, and they approach him from a safe distance, and they shout for mercy. And I wonder if they had said the very same thing to every passing rabbi, every hustler and holy man with a reputation for healing who had wandered within earshot. But their simple prayer, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us, yields the desired result. This is a good prayer, by the way. It's a very good prayer. Like, thank you is a really good prayer. Jesus, have mercy. Master, have mercy on us. So he does, and there's no reason given. He has mercy on them, tells them to go and show themselves to the priest as they were supposed to, according to laws of Moses. And this is more of a medical act that Jesus does here than a religious one, because mm-hmm. the priests are the only ones who can certify that they're clean and can return to their community. These lepers they had nothing to lose. They had everything to gain. And so off they go to the city, as Jesus told them to, towards the priest, and as they went, their leprosy went away. They're cured. And Jesus, he just stood there and watched. He gave them their lives back. He put no conditions on the gift. He just stood there, he watched, and he waited. And 9 of the 10 just kept going. And I think this is a pretty clear image of what our culture is like and what our lives can be like if we are not intentional. The picture of Jesus standing there, watching those nine, running, skipping just as fast as they can, Jesus watching them become smaller the further away from him that they journeyed. Now, perhaps those nine lepers were simply following Jesus' orders, continuing on the way to show themselves to the priest. And living in exile away from their communities for so long as they had 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 leprosy, this certainly would be uh, they'd be very anxious to go and get a clean bill of health so they could return home. Perhaps those nine thought that they were doing exactly what Jesus had told them to do following the law of the day. See, they were so full of what they had received of their gift that there was just no room for the giver the source of the gift. They weren't ungrateful per se, but they were busy. That's right, they're just really terribly busy. And there's where we find ourselves in this story. There's our world today. Too busy to see the giver. Too busy to stop, to turn around and give thanks. But sometimes in our lives, in order to move forward in a healthy way, we have to stop. We have to go backwards for a minute We need to return to where we've been before. We need to return to Jesus and to say thanks. So I don't think it's too difficult for us to see ourselves in this story. It's not a difficult question for us to ask. What direction are we running? We don't walk, right? We run. What direction are we running? And how often do we stop or even slow down long enough? Not only to acknowledge that we have some gifts, but Who's given them to us? What are we running toward? What are we leaving behind in our haste to get where we think we need to be? How often do we stop, slow down, pay attention? Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Only one came back. Only one was actually drawn with a thankful heart towards Jesus and not away from him. Only one came back and gave thanks for his transformed and abundant life. And this one alone received the fullness of what Jesus had for him. You see, gratitude is the attitude of those who acknowledge God's abundance in their lives. Does gratitude have something to do with faith? Apparently so. In the faithful leper's thank you, Jesus responds to him, your faith has made you well. That is to say, by Jesus' own definition, faith and gratitude are very closely related. That faith without gratitude, is not really faith at all. And that there's something life-giving and life-affirming about being grateful. Perhaps grateful people take better care of themselves. There's evidence to suggest that gratitude by itself is a stress reducer. Grateful people seem to be more hopeful about life generally. And there are certainly links between gratitude and our immune system. But the basic Christian response to God is just one of gratitude. Grateful for the gift of life that we enjoy. Grateful for this world, for God's creation. Grateful for the dear people that God has placed in our lives to enrich us and to grace us by their presence. The basic Christian experience of gratitude to God for God's love made known to us in Jesus Christ. What do our lives and our actions look like when we, like that faithful leper, acknowledge that the abundance of healing or wealth or joy, or forgiveness in our lives all come from God. How are we to repent, to turn around, to turn back towards God, to offer thanks and praise for these gifts that we have received? See, stewardship is not first about giving. Stewardship is first and foremost about Acknowledging that all we have are gifts from God and then seeing how we can respond with grateful hearts in a way that cannot show the world, but how we acknowledge our blessings. My brothers and sisters, during this season of stewardship, as we consider what we are grateful for. I commend to you during this month to prayerfully consider the many blessings that you have to be grateful for. Don't just be grateful, but return to the giver. Follow the example of the leper who turned around, humbled himself before our Lord, shouted praise to God with a loud voice, giving thanks not only for the gifts that he had received, but for the gift of the giver's presence in his life. And remember God's response to a joyful giver, to one who returns time and time again to the feet of Christ to give thanks, is the same response that he gives to this leper. Go in peace, your faith has made you well. Let us pray. Gracious God, we give you great thanks for all the gifts, the abundance of gifts in our lives. We pray first and foremost, like the faithful leper, we, through your help, would acknowledge that all things come from you. Help us in our lives to return to you time and time again in gratitude for all that you've done for us. Help us to have grateful hearts and to give back to you what you've given to us so that the gift of you, the giver, can continue to be present in our lives. In Christ's name, amen. Amen.